When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My brand new book, Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth, is now available. So much more than a book, this is a guide that allows me to hold your hand through your birth preparation journey. With over a decade of experience and knowledge packed in to ensure you really are empowered in the way you deserve to achieve a positive birth, regardless of the twists and turns that crop up. Make sure that you get your hands on Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth Book now and are empowered to have the birth experience that you deserve. Hello and welcome to the Pregnancy Wellness Podcast, hosted by me, Pip a practicing midwife who is on a mission to provide you with real evidence-based information about pregnancy, birth and the postpartum. Each episode, I'll be joined by special guests and leading experts to equip you with all the information you need for an empowered journey from conception right through to motherhood. So with no further ado, let's make a cuppa and get started with today's episode. Okay, so today I am super excited to welcome Alex Donovan onto the podcast. Alex has a super impressive sporting history that has led her to setting up her own business and training in yoga specifically for pregnancy. Swansea born, Osprey Centre and Welsh Rugby International player with seven caps for her country. Alex made her debut playing in the Six Nations back in 2018 at the huge Principality Stadium in Cardiff. And before that, winning Man of the Match in her first Welsh game. Alex's love of sport doesn't stop at rugby, however. She is also a keen hockey and netball player. But Alex's sporting career came to an abrupt halt after suffering a major injury. And it was at this point that she discovered the benefits of yoga, which led her to the creation of her current business, Yogability, Yoga Without the Zen, and then qualifying as a pregnancy yoga teacher. During the pandemic, Alex has been offering Yogability sessions online through Instagram Live and has now launched her Yogability online courses. So suffice to say, she is one very busy and inspirational woman. So I'm very glad and grateful that she has found time to chat to us today. So welcome, Alex, and thank you for joining oh, us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, it's, it's our pleasure. And I'm so excited to hear more about kind of your sporting history and how that's kind of led you to where you are today, I suppose. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm really random, and it's weird when you kind of explain it like that, because it seems, <laughs> yeah, it's just mental. Um, so, yeah, I just, I was playing netball and hockey. Um, I kind of chose netball when I was in university, so I come from a really sporty family. So my, my dad uh, played rugby for Wales, and my mum still actually plays hockey for Wales, and she's 63, so really, really sporty family. Um, and... Yeah, I've just always been into sport and really physically active. 
Um, and like you said, I ruptured my Achilles when I was playing netball um, just after university, actually. And I, it, so the Achilles came off the calf muscles, so they couldn't operate it back on. So it's held together with scar tissue. And, you know, they have to kind of give you worst case scenarios. So they were like, oh, you may not be able to run again, you know, like try and mentally prepare for not being able to do any sport. And then I was like, what? What do you mean, like, no sport? It was just really bizarre. So um, they said, oh, to get the mobility or, like, stability back in your um, li- well, your left leg, try and do some yoga. And I was like, oh, you know, the, you know, the stereotypical, I was like, oh, I'm not, no, I, I don't think I can do yoga. But I just didn't, I didn't have anything else to do anyway. So I was like, oh, I'll go to a couple of classes, see, see what they're like. And when I was there, I was thinking, you know, it, lo- it does look, pretty easy so I was and you know like muscly like fit girl I was like right I'm gonna give this a go and it was so hard I was like more people need to be doing things like this and it was then actually it was because even though I, I always knew that that sport was kind of my first love and and yoga was something that could help me with it so the benefits kind of outweighed how much I enjoyed it because the classes were an hour and a half that I was going to and they were really, um, they were pretty zen, the ones I, I would go to, but there was about half an hour in the class that I loved because it was like a, the physical challenge or, you know, the kind of the part that you kind of can tell that you need um, to be a, a better athlete or, you know, for rehab or prehab or anything. So I, w- I then was like, oh, there must be half an hour, the, you know, the physical side of yoga. There must be classes somewhere. So I was you know, Googling like yoga for athletes or physical side of yoga, blah, blah, blah. I just couldn't find anything that really suited me. And especially then when I started getting back into running and started getting back into sport, the hour and a half, it kind of seemed like more of an inconvenience than when I had the time had the time to do it. So then obviously that dropped off and I was training more and then, you know, you pick up niggles. And then I was like, oh, I, I got to just create my own method. Surely there's more people out there that need, kind of need yoga. They didn't love it. So then I, I created Yogability. So yeah, Yogability is a, a mix of yoga, yoga mobility work. So it's still the standard yoga flow kind of style class. So you're on a yoga mat and, you know, um, you come through dynamic stretching for a flow. But I added kind of the strength and rehab work into it where you work more on um, stability and the strength through the range. So rather than just flexibility, I'd work on the two. And yeah, just kind of, grew really quickly and I went full-time pretty much straight away and it was yeah it was really really good and it's been about four years now so it's um yes good (laughs) amazing I love that and I think you have definitely kind of um bridged a massive gap in the market and I can totally appreciate obviously I never did sport to your level Alex but (laughs) as someone who is a really keen sports person and I like running competitively I also had some uh, major hip surgery and I had the exact same conversation with a consultant you're probably never going to run again I'm thinking I I definitely will but how yeah and I don't (laughs) think it's until you get to that point that you realize how important like the mobility and the strength side of caring for your body is hundred percent yeah I think you can kind of just go if you if you don't get injured you can almost just go through not really doing much yeah absolutely and and I suppose pregnancy is a huge strain on your body so in that 
you're obviously when you're when you're an athlete or you're doing sport you're putting this strain on your body but actually growing another human is is kind of almost an equivalent in a in a different way isn't it a hundred percent and it's um it's kind of you'll see as as we introduce it, it, it's, it is kind of seeing them as really similar, almost obviously completely different, but a similar kind of way that you would create a method of, you know, yoga ability for pregnancy. You just see, you kind of adapt it to suit what you need as, as a pregnant woman. Yeah, I love that. And I suppose where every pregnancy is different and every woman's yeah. body responds differently and and people go into pregnancy in such different um physical and and mental states and I think that the yoga that you offer really supports all of that um and can be used by by all women so what kind of made you because I know you started yogaability was it four years ago yeah so yogaability was four years ago and that was uh, initially created for athletes um that like I said like needed yoga they didn't really like it but it's grown they work with so many different types of people and I didn't realize how many more people kind of like the physical side and don't get me wrong we still do the relaxation at the end but they um they don't even know that that's meditation they just think they're having a relax yeah lives are so busy aren't they so to spend yeah an hour and a half doing a relaxation form of yoga for some people is fantastic and maybe that does fit in but for a lot of people who want their yoga to be part of either their strength and conditioning or their rehab or preparing them for something like birth and um, it's it's much yeah. I guess more beneficial for those people to have this more functional movement in their in their yoga classes. Yeah, definitely, and and like you said, it's um, it just depends on the individual. So it's nice to give everyone a different option because kind of one form doesn't really fit everybody. And it's the reason I wanted to get into pregnancy yoga was for my friends. Really, I mean, it's too late now because they've given birth. <laughs> and when I <laughs> told them I was doing it, they were like, "Great." <laughs> After we give birth, you're doing. Well, basically, they were, they try. They were like, "Oh, can I come to your class?" And they were, you know, four months pregnant. I was like, "No, you can't." Like, I don't. I'm not trained in it. I don't really feel comfortable. I don't know what you can and can't do because I haven't been in that situation or anything. And they're like, "Oh, don't worry about it." Like, obviously, and I'd be like, "No, just don't come." Because I, I, you just, I was like, I don't know what, what to recommend really. So, um, I said, "There's other pregnancy yoga." just go to those classes so they'd go and they were a bit because they're a bit like, like me going from like sport really active and now they're pregnant obviously they're even though they don't feel like doing as intense uh exercise they, they still train uh, they still train throughout pregnancy but it's just a different kind of training um so yeah I thought oh well if there is kind of like what you said earlier the gap in the market of actually people do want to move a little bit more and stay active but in a safe environment knowing that what they're doing is fine so I think that's that's what I wanted to create then was still the yoga ability method still you know working on still a bit of strength through range you know movement but in that safe environment that they know that what they're doing isn't gonna do them any harm that's brilliant. So and it's, it's so yeah. important, Alex, that when they approached you initially, that I think one of the signs of a great yoga teacher or fitness trainer in any aspect of life is when you say to someone, actually, no, I'm not the best person for you. 
And yeah. so doing that is amazing. And the fact that you've then made yourself the best person of them for the yeah. future or for pregnant women now yeah, well, is incredible. 100%. And now I can say, yeah, I know, I know what, what to do. Whereas in that situation, and it's really easy with your friends to be like, yeah, come in, you know, that's fine. But I, I, I was just, you know, it's, and it's not even, yeah, they probably would have been fine in the class, but it, it's just that unknown that I wasn't comfortable teaching. And that's why during lockdown, I was like, right, I'm going to do my course. Um, because I think it is really important. You get to the age where like a lot of my friends are pregnant and there's so many different, you know, they, they all, all feel really different in pregnancy, which is the same as the, everyone, I, the, all the athletes I meet, all of them have different injuries or different weaknesses, different strengths. So I, you can kind of see a similarity then in, oh, actually it's not just a one, one size fits all kind of thing. And, um, yeah, even though I was, so I was trialing out the yoga ability routines and then I sent it to one of my friends who is like 32 weeks and I said, oh, so what you, what kind of thing can you and can't you do at the moment? Just so I know where you're at. She said, well, I can still do burpees and push-ups. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not, that is fine. I was like, what, why are you still doing <laughs> Like I said, there's so many different types. And then someone else was like, I haven't done anything since I found out I was pregnant, which is the, the, almost the fear factor as well. So, um, yeah, it's been really nice to kind of go out of my comfort zone, even though everyone just thinks it's uh, me hiding the fact that I'm pregnant, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Same going that Alex isn't pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But it's uh, yeah, it's nice to be able to learn about it, and to be honest, a lot, it's a lot more straightforward than I thought, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's really interesting that you mentioned the fear factor because I think that is huge amongst pregnant women when it comes to physical activity and exercise. And one of the um, kind of leading bodies that we set guidelines by called the RCOG, so that's the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, have put out recently this amazing infographic, which thankfully is kind of spreading over social media, which states quite clearly that pregnant women should be doing a minimum of 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise per week. And in the infographic, it kind of goes through all of the fantastic benefits of um, physical, activity, physical activity and exercise in pregnancy. And so one of the other things I love about um, your yoga ability is that it can incorporate into that 150 minutes, whereas a lot of conventional yoga, where it is so, um, so relaxing, perhaps, and yeah. your heart rate is going to be staying very stable, it probably wouldn't quite push into that moderate intensity category in a way that some of Definitely, your movements yeah. will. So it kind of fits that as well, which is which is amazing. Yeah, definitely. And when I when I saw that the other day, I thought it's a really good. Um, yeah, it is moderate intensity, really. And and don't get me wrong, you know, push. You can, you know, you don't even have to do everything that I demonstrate. You can kind of ease off whenever you want to. And I think that's what's really important. So just remind people. And I think that's also been really good about uh, lockdown with regards to people trying things in their own home because sometimes in a class they have that almost like that ego thing where you think oh actually I should do it but it's just you know it's um really important I think that's what the maybe one of the biggest difference between pregnancy yoga and uh, yoga ability and just a normal yoga ability class is like the aims of the class is just really different and I think it's really nice and it's really nice in a way because I it's nice just to do a you know a session and 
and just feel like you're moving in a really comfortable way, in a nice way, something that's going to benefit you and not put any stress on your body. So really, I've really enjoyed actually planning the sessions. It's been good. I've even tried, I've even put a pillow up my top just to see how it was. And <laughs> the girls are like, like, it does not feel abdomens. like <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. Strap one on. They were like, it's not like having a pillow under you. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, like it's a little bit heavier. There's a little bit more. Yeah, I know. Just a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no it's brilliant and and like you said pregnancy and exercise and pregnancy is is your goals and aims are going to be very different to what they might be outside of that time of your life and dropping your ego is so important but something that yeah. lots of people do struggle with because you can no longer push for a pb it's just unrealistic yeah, yeah. and your body's going to change your aesthetics are going to change and for some people that's a real challenge so i think doing something like yoga where you're moving in a way that you can kind of connect to your body a little bit more and focus your goals on your preparation for birth and labor as opposed to getting a pb or shaping your body in a certain way is is so invaluable yeah and i think it just i think it's a really nice way of doing it and in and the i think the psychological effects of it is almost you it's more beneficial than in a normal yoga class because you know you're doing this for the really right reasons and and you know it's um yeah it is it's just good to give people a different option because I know so many people love um traditional you know pregnancy yoga and and which is great but I just want to give those people that may not necessarily love that style just a different yeah just a different alternative to try and and like you said just to give that little bit of moderate intensity so that you do feel human at the end of the day because I know a lot of people struggle yeah, definitely. And and I think pregnant pregnant ladies tend to be signposted quite often to yoga classes. Um, and I guess it's quite useful maybe for you to just explain to people why that is and why yoga can be so beneficial to pregnancy. So, yeah, so it's like physical benefits and psychological benefits. But um, so physically, I would say, so it improves like strength, flexibility and balance. And then leading from that it can help reduce back pain especially lower back pain and you get a lot of hip pain in pregnancy so it can help reduce the pain um it can improve posture so everything's like almost pulling you forward so we do a lot of almost strengthening the upper back and you know the pec stretches just to help a little bit with posture um and it can help develop pelvic floor so whether that's relaxing or contracting um, and it can increase blood flow, so it helps with the overall circulation then, so it can help reduce swelling. And then the psychological effects, it, it, it promotes almost that um, emo- overall emotional well-being, so it can help if you're trying to manage stress and anxiety, it can help improve your sleep, but I know some yoga classes also really focus on breathing techniques that you can kind of take into labor and birth, um, and like you said, just overall with that 150 minutes of moderate intensity, it can help kind of reach that as well. Yeah, definitely. And the, the breathing techniques are so important because women will do loads of hypnobirthing practice and loads of um, kind of preparation at home for getting their breathing right in labor because we know how beneficial that is. Um, and actually doing that during your kind of stretches and your mobility movements in your classes is an amazing time to be practicing it. 
and practicing that relaxation um, and contraction of your pelvic floor because pelvic floor health goes massively kind of neglected I think amongst all women I think a lot of us are guilty of neglecting it unless we've had some symptoms and um, so yoga is yeah. a, a great way especially if you do have a busy lifestyle of relaxing your pelvic floor because it's very common that we contract and we contract and we contract and then we end up with a tight pelvic floor which can be just as dysfunctional as a weak one so that breathing and relaxation aspect to some of the yoga movements that you do is a fantastic way of practicing that proper relaxation and breathing, which will really help to facilitate a hopefully fairly speedy and uncomplicated birth at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it all links together. And I think just and even when you're talking about stress and the anxiety that, you know, pregnancy brings on it's just it's nice to have that and I, and I think a lot of, of I always revert back to my friends because I haven't been through it myself but they always say that once you know you're pregnant and from then on it's all about the baby and they said like what about me <laughs> like I want to yeah. do stuff that feel good for me so I, I think that's another reason that I was like right I'm going to do something for you guys so you can do you can feel like you're because as soon as you you know, you're pregnant and you're like, right, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And you think, and it's almost all negative and you think, ah, what can I do? Why can't? So it's um, another, almost like, yeah, I'm, I'm mentally, so it helps massive, massively just to be able to think, oh, I'm actually going to do a class today. I'm going, you know, I, fe I feel better. And I think, I think that's massive to help with the stress and, and you know, managing stress and anxiety as well. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, definitely. I think the the emotional preparation for birth, yeah. again, is something we don't really focus on, but but yoga really provides you that opportunity to think about your body and connecting with your body and having that opportunity to just spend time with yourself and doing something for you. Because you like you say, it's it's completely true. Women focus entirely on their baby and go into their antenatal appointments and all the other things that we have to manage in life. But actually your body is growing and nurturing another human. And for it to do that effectively, you've got to give yourself a little bit of kind of self-love and self-care as well. And hundred oh, percent yeah. kind of fits into it perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. So I suppose for women who perhaps haven't practiced yoga before um, become pregnant and think, right, I've got to start. I know about all these health benefits of being mobile and exercising pregnancy. Is um, pregnancy yoga ability or, or kind of pregnancy yoga in general, is that something that's kind of safe for them to do? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, with everything, really, there's almost different levels different progressions on each move so you can really stick to all the basics and you know just go on whatever you feel comfortable that's just the, the number one rule is just listen to your body so whatever you feel comfortable doing great if not just hold back and and like we were saying it's it's it, like 
I think it's a lot to do with enjoying enjoying the session. So if you if you feel good doing it, if you're enjoying the session, great. I mean, there's loads of different styles of yoga. So one may not see you, but that doesn't mean you don't like yoga. There's so many different styles and it depends on the instructor and everything as well. So I would say just if you're if you've gone, you didn't really like it, I would just try different ones. And yeah, I do think it's yeah, like we said earlier, just about the fear factor. I mean, as long as you listen to your body and and you're, you know, we're trained in teaching pregnancy yoga, so we're we like you can kind of trust us in with regards to what we will do. It isn't going to harm. But again, just yeah, listening to the body is the the most important thing if you're trying yoga for the first time. I love that, and I suppose the the different types of yoga so I know there's loads and I wouldn't even try to pronounce them because it would be an absolute disaster (laughs) is there any types of yoga that um pregnant women should kind of avoid or stay kind of away from during pregnancy um it's definitely down to the instructor but I would um the anything heated so hot yoga is just a no-go for the pregnancy but um apart from that I would I would advise to actually go to a pregnancy yoga class purely because I don't know if all instructors would say no to come to a class because it's not not because they're trying to put you in danger or anything it's more like they don't want to be rude I guess so and they don't want to feel like you know pushing you out so I would try and stick to a pregnancy yoga class just so you can kind of feel safe in it as well because some classes are really dynamic some are hard um and even though they are um if they are called like vinyasa is a really popular style it doesn't it's a quite a fast flow but it does it depends on what instructor you go to you may go to one and you think oh actually I'm fine doing this but I would definitely try and stick to a pregnancy style especially the um like almost the, the you know the further on you go in your pregnancy just for your own kind of mindset as well definitely I think as well it's really useful if you especially if you are someone that's used to practicing yoga or used to being well yeah that's active. sorry that's a bit different yeah yeah if but you I think are, if, yeah. You, if you've got people around you that are more advanced or at a level that you oh, used yeah. to be and sometimes it's really hard for you to kind of slow yourself down or step back so taking yourself into an environment that is specific for pregnant women can actually help you just to kind of tail things back and not feel like you need to keep up with with what's going on around you yeah yeah because they always like even on our course they were saying there's kind of different rules depending on how advanced you would uh, in your yoga practice before being pregnant but if you're new to it or if you're if you just feel a bit uncomfortable if you if you even feel like oh, I sh- that kind of split second of I'm going to push into this position I would just it's not even worth like it's you know you're you're the bet the basically your aim of yoga is changing so I would try and stick to a pregnancy class if you can. Yeah, definitely. And I think we've kind of alluded to, therefore, why it's so important to practice yoga with someone who is trained specifically in pregnancy. And yoga teachers or fitness trainers shouldn't be offended if you ask them whether they have got a specific qualification or or training in pregnancy. And And if they are a without putting anyone down, but if they are a really reputable trainer, then they should be saying to you, actually, no, I'm not and signposting you somewhere else and then you can go back to them afterwards so it's not about discontinuing maybe a relationship that you've got with that teacher but at that point in your 
body and your journey, they might just not be the right person for you at that time. And it is really worth seeking yeah. out someone who's tre- pregnancy trained. Definitely. And I, even though I am pregnancy trained now, I would still not, I would, uh, even if in my general yoga ability classes, they're really differently designed than my pregnancy. So I still wouldn't, even, even if I was like, yeah, I could teach you, but it would be a different class to what I'm teaching everyone else. So I, and, and to be honest, I think it's nice to have people, if you go into a class, like online is a bit different, but if you are going to a class, it's nice to have that social side and, and even you're talking to people that are pregnant as well. And it's, it's nice to have, I guess, the social side of it as well. Yeah, definitely. You're kind of building a support network with people that yeah. are already like-minded. So when people go to group antenatal classes, the people that are in there are just thrown together because of how far pregnant they are. They might have nothing in common. Whereas if you're yeah. all seeking out something like a pregnancy yoga class, then you kind of can guarantee that you've got something in common already, which is always nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and you see that they're, you know, they, they become friends, you know, even after. And it's, it is um, like some of my friends, I was like, I'm going to be on my own. Yeah. <laughs> We've all got like their yeah. little groups. But then no. I'll be having a chat and you'll be uh, doing downward dog in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and so we kind of spoke about how you've obviously created your yoga ability and then you've taken this pregnancy take on it and how those exercises are different and specific. So what kind of things should pregnant women I guess be careful of or avoid during yoga practice during pregnancy um so the main rule like I said earlier was just listening to your own body so it's really different depending on the person but um basically not to overstretch or over engage the core so no um like a severe or like deep back bends or forward folds really um lying on your stomach or your back uh, especially after 16 weeks and then any twists so especially if you're in a lunge any twists like in towards the body or to put any strain you know to put if it's adding strain to the stomach or anything then we'll always if we are to do it, any sort of twist in which we don't normally do it will be out so just trying to always create space uh, for your bump and then we avoid inversions um, but Especially, yeah, and like leaving different things that you don't really think about, like transitioning from even a standing position to a seated position, it's just a little bit slower and just more, you know, it's just little things that you may not even notice. It's just little things like that, like always going from a seated position to standing, you may go a little, a little bit slower. Yeah, kind but, of um, protecting your, protecting yeah, your back yeah. and things in a way that before it might have not yeah. caused you any niggles, but actually now it might begin yeah. to now that you've got all the added pressure yeah and it's just keeping space you know for the bump so it's yeah. um but I, I hate when people say oh what should I avoid I'm like I'd rather be like you can do this <laughs> so I'm just gonna yeah. tell you what you can do because they if you almost they say the negatives all the time they're like oh I can't do that I can't do that so yes yeah, but it's gonna be really nice when I launch the online that that I'm like right you can do all of these yeah, because actually there is, you're totally right, there's so much that you can do. Um, and actually yeah. the things that you can't do will be individual for every person, but actually it is a really small cohort of movement. And yeah. most of them aren't actually specific to yoga. They are for pregnancy anyway. So you're not yeah. going to be doing 
anything that you weren't already going to be thinking a little bit more carefully about. So we know that pregnant ladies, especially in the third trimester, shouldn't be lying flat on their back and they won't want to because it will make you feel dizzy and short of breath. Um, And if you're doing that for a few moments and you feel okay, then that's fine. But if you're doing that for a prolonged period of time, then there is a risk that you're getting a reduced blood flow. Therefore, so is your baby. Um, so it's those kind of things just to, I guess, to be careful of, but a pregnancy. Yeah. And like you said, it's, it, you'll feel uncomfortable in the positions as well. So as much as, well, like, don't do this, you won't want to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'll be, you'll yeah. be, your body will tell you to stop. And I think <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. our bodies are so much cleverer than we give them credit for. And a lot of movements will be self-limiting. So women will feel this doesn't feel right. Or actually I'm not comfortable doing this. And it might be that, there's not a pain, but things just don't feel, you just don't feel comfortable with a certain movement. And, and that's where being in a pregnancy class, I guess you can, you can kind of pick up on those cues and just modify things and scale things back. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's, um, and even the sessions I'm, I'm trying to, you know, plan a session. So they're not all the same. And because a lot of times you'll, you'll be taught, you know, normally a six week block, but I'm just doing it session by session. And it, um, normally you'll, the last session is just relaxation but some people do want to move so I'm trying to create classes that they're all kind of different so you you almost you still got that um kind of well it's kind of keep keeps you interested and still keeps you you know learning what you can do yeah and I guess challenging your body in in different ways that you different ways yeah about which is which is amazing and I do think that um kind of yoga practice is just such amazing preparation for birth and labor in a way that perhaps we don't always give it credit for and I feel like we people get pregnant and then think well that's it I'm pregnant so I'm gonna stop and labor and birth is literally like a marathon so you wouldn't sign up for a marathon and then sit on the couch for nine months but yeah that's what we do with with pregnancy (laughs) so commonly so I think getting people to move in whatever way they feel comfortable is just hugely beneficial that yeah definitely and I think if I even help like one or two people then that's great because I I do think sometimes you are um you know and I know some people love being pregnant but there, there are people that don't love being pregnant they just feel like they can't do anything so it's nice to give them another option now of try trying different things and and like you said I think a lot of people are almost don't know what they can do so they don't do anything whereas I'm like no no no, you can do stuff and like if you want to try this great try it but there are different things that you can do and I think that's just really important just to get the the almost the message out there yeah 100% agree like if you're pregnant and you've never moved your body before, now is a great time to start. And doing yeah. something like pregnancy ability is a really great basis to kind of work from. And the other thing I find really interesting is from, I guess this is from like my geeky midwife point of view, Alex, but we see so many ladies come into um, labor or into the bathroom with babies that are in this what we call either OP or back-to-back position, which is just a bit suboptimal and it can cause longer labors and 
increase the risk of intervention and it's quite painful for mums they get loads of back back labor that's really difficult to relieve and one of the ways we know of improving that and getting babies into a better position in the third trimester is being in basically all of your yoga poses in your pregnancy <laughs> yoga ability so those kind of upright forward um kind of positions as opposed to those kind of semi-recumbent lead back postures so yeah. in the third trimester it's literally like um amazing preparation for optimizing your chance really of having a uncomplicated spontaneous birth in terms of getting your baby in a fantastic position and I think we overlook that a little bit but it's really powerful oh definitely I think it's because we can't guarantee it I don't want to be like come here and then you can have a group because yeah. <laughs> we were like I didn't know yeah so it's um yeah hopefully <laughs> no it, it, it can it can really help it's one of one of the yeah. best ways we know of of improving it so yeah I mean it's got to be worth a go definitely for sure for sure and so I guess we should talk a little bit more about your your kind of new venture I suppose with yoga ability Alex because I know we've kind of alluded to the fact that you've now done your pregnancy training thanks to lockdown so you've got this amazing new service to offer to women but kind of what does that look like are you doing courses online or is it in one of your because you've got is it two studios now in Cardiff yeah so I own two uh, yeah the studios I own in Cardiff called the yoga hub so during lockdown I'm gonna I'm actually gonna start um the yoga ability for pregnancy next week so similar to what I did during lockdown with regards to yoga ability online um but it's gonna be a different subscription so I want the pregnancy to be completely different um, so it will be a monthly subscription, so it's £17.99, so it's about £4.50 a week, and they get two uh, live classes on a Monday and a Thursday at quarter for seven in the morning. Um, so they're only half an hour sessions. Um, they can either jump in live or they can do it whenever, so they get recorded anyway. Um, but on the platform, there's already pre-recorded videos as well, so if they want to do it from... Uh, well, any kind of video from from wherever, and they keep getting saved, so the the kind of library will just grow from there. But so during lockdown, um, there's just the online option at the moment because obviously we can't open yet. So I'm gonna launch it next week. So hopefully starting next week. Um, so we'll start the Monday and and the Thursday next week, and then just um, yeah, grow from there really. Amazing. So that means to anybody listening who is pregnant, by the time you're able to listen to this podcast episode, you will be able to sign up to Alex's Pregnancy Yoga Ability. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. And I know that sometimes maybe financial constraints can um, make people question whether this is a venture for them. But what I would say is there is so many things that um, pregnant ladies and new mums spend money on that you could really easily cut back on um like designer prams designer clothes like there's such a massive list and actually investing in your health and your wellness and your birth preparation is going to give you so much um, improved results than those kind of materialistic things so if that's a consideration for you um, i would just say have a little look at what's going on and see whether there's a way that you can kind of invest in yourself rather than rather than materialistic things that aren't going to kind of yeah. enhance your wellness oh definitely and I, and I do a month-to-month contract anyway so they're not signed into like they can do it for one month and if it's not really for them then they can just cancel at any time so yeah it's not a, like a any 
prolonged period of time contract kind of thing amazing it is um i've checked out some of um alex's pregnancy ability videos that are coming up and i might have had a sneaky little go myself and i promise <laughs> they are awesome and they are really really well suited for um women of all abilities all kind of gestations in their pregnancy journey and also for um postnatal mums as well um some of the exercises would be really appropriate and i i because i love the the kind of whole ethos i guess behind um what Alex is doing with pregnancy ability and really trying to encourage mums to move their bodies and feel great in whatever that way is for them to help enhance their kind of wellness and journey. Alex and I have kind of agreed to kind of team up a little bit, I suppose, in that when she launches her pregnancy ability for the first 10 people that sign up, um, they'll be able to receive a massive, actually, 40% off my um, antenatal education courses. So I offer three different courses, um, that I will go through with, with people that kind of take up the offer. So it'll be a 40% off, so you'll have an amazing package, not only of kind of antenatal um, parenthood and birth education, but also you'll be signed up to Alex's yoga ability to help you kind of get moving and enjoying your pregnancy experience, hopefully, a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Amazing. So I just, just to kind of... Um, kind of finish Alex I suppose what would you describe as I'm throwing you like on the spot a little bit <laughs> we haven't we haven't okay. practiced this <laughs> but what would you say I guess from a personal point of view or for women that um, come to your service what would you say were your kind of three main benefits of um, practicing not just yoga but yoga ability in the way that you've designed it um I think I think one of the main benefits is just to feel a bit more human, I think. And I think it's a really weird one, but it's, um, you know, that, all that self-love that we were talking about with regards to, you know, just giving yourself that 20 minutes, 30 minutes of just being able to move, kind of appreciating your body, looking, you know, you're looking after your body in that 20, 30 minutes. And I think that's one of the biggest, and I never thought that that's not the reason I designed this or anything, but it's definitely with everyone that's tried the, pregnancy yoga ability that's what one the the messages they sent they're like thank you so much that was amazing and I kind of forgot it was pregnant for half an hour <laughs> if you know what I mean um yeah, that's so that's brilliant. one of them and I think um a lot of people with their lower back and hip um pain it's really really common with especially with the people I've I've worked with recently um so just being able to relieve and kind of release that the the hip hip and lower back pain I think that's one of the main things I try and work on in the class because lower back pain, as we all know, is just horrendous. Um, and then the third benefit, I would say, I think it's just all over strength, yeah, a little bit of strength and like flexibility. So it's for the mobility of it. So you just feel, you feel stronger after you feel, even, even if you're working on, you know, strength in the upper back, it's just, you feel that, the posture posture improvement and you just feel like you carry yourself a lot better so just the strength and you, I think you feel a lot bit different after the sessions which is great yeah for sure and so thank you so that much, was a Alex. long three sorry no I love it I love I like, it it, it, was a, it was a passionate three sometimes it's so hard <laughs> yeah. it's a subject that you love to kind of condense I know, it into three I know sorry. but I every, every woman should feel strong and 
beautiful and capable and I think your pregnancy ability kind of incorporates all three for women so as a midwife I am so grateful that you have come up with this concept and I'm really pleased that you've been able to no it's it's um it's a pleasure and I'm so pleased you've been able to come on today because I know you are a very busy lady no no problem thank you so much for having me it's been great thanks Alex and I hope to catch up with you again soon thank you so much for listening to this week's episode I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you found it helpful, then please hit subscribe and leave a review. It really does make a huge difference to the number of women we can reach out to and empower. For daily free information, inspiration or details on our bespoke antenatal education, head over to my Instagram page at midwife underscore pip. Thank you and see you next time. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.